everybody, and welcome to CADCAST number 16, the only podcast featuring a bald, giant white guy in Tokyo and a short, wombat-looking guy in New York City. How you doing, short, wombat-looking guy? Oh, I wasn't sure who was who. <laughs> right. You're the wombat-looking guy, because oh. your name is Wombat. It's good to know. Right. Yes. So we have a lovely show. We do? It's big and lovely. Night, just like you. Just like me. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to talk about some new releases. We're going to do our news blast. We're going to do a little Xbox 360 review of Dead or Alive 4. Get some questions from the CAG bag, and we'll see how much time we have, and maybe we'll uh, talk about some other stuff. And then I get to go to bed. And then you get to go to bed at your usual bedtime of 9.45. Earlier, if I can help it. <laughs> you know, that's a late night for you, huh? It is. It's a long night. Well, we have some big new releases, uh, a controversial new release this week, uh, 25 to Life. The Chuck Schumer story. The Chuck Schumer story. If, if you remember, that was the game that got our New York uh, congressman in Senator. a... Uh, Senator. In a tizzy. Yes. An uproar. Yes, he was not happy about it. They were not happy. They were saying, this is a game that encourages you to kill cops and basically, it got this game a whole shitload of free publicity. Yes, and uh, what's the review for it on IGN? Well, IGN uh, gave it a three out of ten, and their quote, their quote was, "There's no real, there's really no reason to buy this game. The single player is boring, arrestingly conventional, and entirely forgettable." The multiplayer is slightly better, though mostly because of its options and not because of its gameplay. That's hard. Yeah, I played this at, at E3 actually two years ago, and it seemed to me like a very lame SOCOM ripoff. Oh, interesting. Like SOCOM without like any good points whatsoever. Yeah, it sounds like it could have had potential. It, it, yeah, I, it could have had potential, but it sucks apparently. Gotcha. So it sounds like there's no reason to buy it. No, I guess not, and not that I was going to anyway. No, and and uh, it's that's a that's a forty dollar game at least. So <laughs> at least they save you ten bucks on the shittiness. Oh, hooray! Hooray! Uh, next up, we have uh, Ape Escape Three for the PS2. Okay. Now that game got bet got better reviews. You know, I've never played any Ape Escape games. Really? They're, pre they're pretty fun. I played... I forget which one I played. Is but, it the uh, one where you have to run around and catch all the monkeys with a net? Yes, that is Ape Escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it. is that, that the one you played? Yeah, it, oh, yeah. It was a joke. That's the one forget I played. It. They're all the same, apparently. Yeah. But apparently this is the best one. Really? And uh, GameSpot gave it an, an 8.2 out of 10. That's not bad. And they say, for those who just can't get enough of the concept of running around and catching wacky monkeys... Ape Escape 3 will be like a little slice of heaven. It does everything that the previous Ape Escapes did well, heaps a, helpy, a hefty helping of additional content onto it all, and serves it up right. So, and if you've never taken the plunge on an Ape Escape game in the past and have any penchant for platforms, Ape Escape 3 is the one to get. It is definitely the best in the series so far. That's good to know. Maybe one of these days, when it drops down to 15 like the other one is. Yeah, it's like if you like uh, wacky Japanese games, this is about as wacky as they come, I think. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, there it is. Yeah. 
Now, there's another Ape Escape game that came out this week uh, for the PSP. This is Ape Escape Academy. Now, this is a totally different game. It's actually like a collection of mini-games. It's like uh, Mario Party. Like Mario Party, but yeah, maybe equally as... I don't know. It sounds like it didn't do very well. It got a 6.1 out of 10 from GameSpot. Mediocre. Uh, mediocre. This time you're the monkeys and you're running around doing mini-games. It sounds like it wasn't very engaging and there wasn't much replay value and there just weren't that many mini-games either. So sounds like it's not really worth the uh, the cash. Gotcha. So, uh, right. Yeah. I'm Another not PSP I game. I won't, not I won't worth the cash. Oh, wait. I don't have a PSP. Right, you sold yours. I did sell mine a long time ago. Right. I still have, I'm holding on to mine. Yes, for just in case. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't talking about my PSP. Nice. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Uh, nice work. Yeah, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Next up, we have MVP 2006 NCAA Baseball for the PS2 and Xbox. Interesting. Yeah, this is, you know, you know, uh, 2K Sports uh, gobbled up the exclusive rights to the to Major League Baseball, so uh, EA Sports was sort of left holding their uh, baseball engine yeah, in their, their hands. Their bats in their hands. <laughs> their bats in their hands. Um, and with this, you know, they have MVP Baseball is always like a well-reviewed game, and so they decided to put out a game anyway with the uh, NCAA college license. Uh, and it's got a very nice review from IGN. They gave it an 8.7 out of 10. And it has some really cool features. You know, uh, EA's got the ESPN license now. Yes. Which they, which they took from, from uh, uh, 2K, 2K Sports. Yeah. So it's like, oh, <laughs> these guys must hate each other. I'd love to get like, these guys like, in a room together and have them uh, have like, a cockfight. Oh, please. They'd probably start making out. Why? Why not? <laughs> okay, just wanted to know why. No, re- no reason. I just. You know. well, I, one of the cool, yeah. one of the cool things this game has is, uh, you know, like I mentioned, the ESPN integration, and they've taken it to like the a much higher level apparently than than Two K Sports had done in the past. They have this thing that they're calling uh, online everywhere. Now, what that does is it'll it'll download scores and news and even radio segments from ESPN, which is really cool, I think. Yeah, definitely. And, like, it'll do it, like, every, I think it said every 20 minutes or so. Hmm. I forget. So you'll, it'll show, like, the ticker at the bottom of the screen, all the latest news and, and everything. That's so I cool. think that's pretty, that's pretty sweet, right? That's pretty cool. I do like the ESPN. Yeah, I'm guessing, like, their hockey game is going to be pretty good next year. Anyway. Yeah. So they have some also some other uh, innovations, which is the the load and fire battle batting system. Do you hear my phone which, ringing? No. Oh, good. Very professional. Now I hear it. Yeah, my phone's ringing. Everybody, Hang up my on phone's him. ringing. Let's see who it is. What? Hello. <laughs> oh. That was a guest um, appearance by Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Wombat there, picking up the phone. Nice. Yeah. It was probably a. Phony phone call. Another phony phone call. Yes, or my in-laws, which is the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, about your in-laws. I mean, about the load and fire batting system. Uh, It's basically like the Tiger Woods. You know, like Tiger Woods uh, golf has that cool swing mechanic. Oh, okay. So what does it use? The other, uh, the other stick, the other analog stick. You're using the analog stick, and you, you know, you pull the bat 
you pull the stick back to cock the bat and you push it forward to, to let her rip. You just said cock the bat. I said cock the bat. You love when I say cock. <laughs> I do. Um, oh, God. More gay jokes. It is. It's pretty much all we got. More homoerotic humor. Yeah, you know. Um, they they say that it's great. Uh, IGN said it's great. Their their quote here is all nitpicking aside. MVP 06 is a great baseball game. Load and fire, which will surely be imitated in in future baseball titles to come, is the most fun and satisfying hitting system to date. And at 29.99, MVP uh, baseball is the greatest value in a sports title since NFL 2K5 at at 20 bucks. So it sounds like. Uh, they're doing just fine without the MLB license. But no 360 version. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. What, what's the deal? Maybe they decided because they don't have the MLB license that it's just not worth it. Because there's definitely going to be an MLB two, uh, 360 game from 2K Sports. No, I don't I don't see where you're going with that. Well, I don't know. They yeah. figure they... They're not going to invest, you know, the yeah. development costs are high for the 360, so they're not going to invest the kind of money in a, in a college sports, college baseball title. You know, this isn't Japan where you can, like, put out a, uh, a high school baseball game and people will buy it. Yeah, well, you know, that's Japan. But wait, it is Japan here. There you go. <laughs> look, it is Japan. Out my window. I was going to say, look outside. Right. Okay, also this week we have a Samurai Showdown 5 for the Xbox, which is, uh, I know you were really excited about I do. That. I used to love that game. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. I played it in the arcade, but I was just so bad at it. I, was, I oh, gave I was, up very I was always a big fan of Samurai Showdown. Although the review score isn't very high, and you know, I can understand that. Even if it's exactly the same as it was 10 years ago, it's well, still the problem, exactly the same as it was 10 years ago. Yeah, apparently uh, EGM gave it an average review of 5.8 out of 10. Uh, they basically, yeah, they said it's, you know, it's got the same graphics as, as the arcade game, the old arcade game, and, uh, but the, uh, the Xbox Live online play is really good. It better and be with can... outdated graphics. If you can't yeah. get that to run smooth, what can you get to run smooth? Exactly. And it's because you can set up tournaments and stuff. Um, it's only 30 bucks. That's not bad. It's not bad. Not that bad. But, uh, yeah, that's so that's pretty much it for the uh, this week's new releases. You know what it's time for? No. The News Blast. <laughs> <laughs> news Blast. News yes. Blast. Yes. This is where we run through uh, several news items quickly, yeah. quickly. And by quickly, maybe not so quickly today. Say, like we don't have that many. A half hour. Okay, what do we got? All right. First up, uh, there's a report that the Nintendo Revolution, or whatever it's going to be called, will be coming out in North America by Thanksgiving. That's exciting. I can't wait for this thing to finally be in yeah. my house. GameSpot reported that the Nintendo president uh, Satoru Iwata told the Japanese newspaper that the revolution will, will have to be out in time for Thanksgiving uh, for the U.S. holidays. Otherwise, they're not going to be receiving retailer support. So, sounds like it's a done deal, which begs the obvious question, when is it coming out in Japan? Because it's going to come out a few months earlier. Yeah, maybe over the summer. You may get lucky. Will you buy one if it comes out in Japan a few months early? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that... Um, well, we'll have to see how how language English language friendly it will be. Gotcha. Um, but I know that like the GameCube was pretty uh, region friendly. They didn't make it too hard to uh, 
to play imports or and stuff like that. So you may get lucky. Yeah, I would definitely. I'm very into like having the ability to play those old older games, and uh, it's going to be backwards compatible with the with the GameCube. I'm pretty sure, right? I uh, that I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure that was announced. But... I would be surprised if it wasn't. I know it's like a big deal for them. Yeah. I can't wait to play all those old Nintendo games. Yeah. Now this begs the obvious. Uh, I said this twice, but uh, what's going to happen to the the new Zelda game? Like, if it's if the revolution is coming out this year, like early this year, definitely you know in Japan, like in a few months, they're going to really put out Twilight Princess on the GameCube. Well, here's the question: If it's going to be backwards compatible automatically, what do they have to lose? I guess so. Yeah, and if they have added function, maybe they're going to have added function functionality with the uh, with the uh, controller. The it's possible. Controller. I mean, if it's a great game on the GameCube, I don't care if it comes out three months after the revolution. Well, I know. I hear you. I hear you. But it's just from a business standpoint, yes, from a business standpoint, it doesn't make much sense at all. But then again, we'll see what happens. We're talking about Nintendo. Right, they they marched to their uh, to the beat of their own drum. We're talking about the company that released a handheld without a headphone jack. <laughs> right, it had a headphone jack. You just had to buy it. Yeah, you had to buy it separately. <laughs> anyway, all right. Next up, we have bad press for gold farmers affects Chinese players. Now, this is an article from Eurogamer.net. And it talks about how Chinese World of Warcraft players are being discriminated against by English speakers who assume that they're all gold farmers. And this was, uh, yeah, this is a big problem for these Chinese World of Warcraft players who, who are uh, not being allowed to join groups. Uh, and in World of Warcraft, you need to be able to join groups to complete certain quests. And English-speaking uh, players are having uh, people type in some English to check check their spelling and grammar to see if they're Chinese or not. Well, that's a good way to find out, I guess. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny, uh, but it's uh, it's a little uh, a little racist? No, I don't just, know. I don't, uh, no, it just because just you don't like Chinese people doesn't make you racist. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it might, actually. I'm not sure. I'm really? not really sure on the definition of racism. <laughs> It may have may fit that category. Hey, hey, yeah, so, hey, folks, at least it wasn't a gay joke. Right. So, you know, gold farming is a big business, apparently. Uh, it takes place mostly in Asian countries where people will... Oh. First will... step, steal underwear. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then what? Turn it into gold? Weave it, <laughs> weave it into gold? Big business. <laughs> no, that's not what you do. Is What you do is you, you, play, you get some people to play World of Warcraft all day or other massively multiplayer games like that uh, and just get gold for you and then you buy the gold from them or they'll they'll even level up your characters for you. You yeah. give them control of your characters and then they'll play it for like three or four days straight. Because that doesn't take the fun out of the game anyway <laughs> whatsoever. No, no. And in fact, uh, PC Gamer Magazine just announced that they are no longer accepting ads from gold farmers uh, gold farming companies, you know, they used to run ads in their magazine and stuff. I, I did not know that. Yeah, so they uh, they said, no more gold farmers. S stop sending us your underpants. Stop sending no more underpants. Uh, next, in a related, uh, somewhat related story, uh, there was an online funeral for a girl in World of Warcraft, and this was reported on 1up.com. And they say, 
A young girl named Snowly died last month after playing the online game World of Warcraft for several continuous days during the National Day holiday. And a big online funeral was held for Snowly one week after her death, uh, but the event was sadly overshadowed by the death of another game gamer. Uh, so it's, it seems to be a big problem with people in Asia uh, dying from playing these games because they forget to stop playing. Uh, they don't have water? Well, I, I, not, I, I don't get it. I don't know. And for first of all, someone else has investigated this story and they've discovered that it, this person, may, Snowy, may not actually be a girl uh, and that it may be a Wait a, a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that someone played a game online, said yes. they were a girl, and wasn't. <laughs> Hold on. That never happens. That's just ridiculous. I don't think it was so much that they said they were a girl as that the, the news outlet sort of got. They just assumed that it was a girl because their name was Snowly. Um, anyway, it doesn't really matter for the, for the story. The fact is somebody died. They had an online funeral. Uh, now, apparently in China, some of these game makers are, are, in, are building in an anti-obsession system into their products. Which Sounds I guess good. is going to not allow you to play the game for for eighty five hours straight without taking a break or something. Ridiculous. 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 But I, I don't understand. Yeah, why these people can't just stop playing? Stop playing. Oh, I could really use some water. You stay here, little avatar. I'm going to get myself a drink. Right. Or I need to get out, go outside for a minute, and walk around the block. Don't even play next to a window. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll get it. All right, next up, uh, news that Sony may be finally preparing an Xbox li- Live-like service. Would this now, be for uh, the uh, PS3? For the PS3, yes. It certainly took them a long enough time, but apparently there's a survey going around. I, I saw this story on 1UP. One one it was, I think it came from the IGN boards. Uh, there's a survey going around asking gamers all types of questions about what they'd like to see in terms of online functionality. And a lot of these questions uh, sound a lot like Xbox Live. Um, the survey asked how, how important certain things are, like a single identity and password for all online games, friends list allowing you to see online and offline status and what your friends are playing, choosing an avatar for all online games, and the ability to download music and demos and other content. So it sounds like they're finally waking up. Yeah, it's a, it's actually, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're looking to just completely copy it. They're basically asking you, do you like this feature that currently exists somewhere else? And is it important to you? Because if it's important to you, then we'll consider putting it in. If it's not important to you, maybe we'll find something that you do find important. Well, let me tell you this. Which is, which is not a bad thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Now... Let me tell you something else. What? I find myself playing Xbox and Xbox 360 a ton more because of the Xbox Live service. Yeah, I like the Xbox Live service. I find that even that whole front page dashboard setup, it's just cool. It's cool. It, is it cool. definitely, yeah, they definitely, I think they definitely, Sony definitely needs to have something like this going for PS3. Yes, they do. Uh, it's it's a no-brainer at this point, and I can't believe it's taken them this long. I guess they've just been waiting for PS3 at this, you know. Yeah. After they decided why invest all the infrastructure into the PS2 when they got the new box coming out. All right. 
Well, that's it for our, our news blast. So we're moving on to CAG news and video game deals? That is what we are moving on to. Are we talking about uh, the Escapist magazine? Yes. Did you, did you read that article? I did read the article. I found it to be a very comprehensive and engaging article, despite a few glaring omissions. But other than that, I thought it was very good. <laughs> now, we're talking about the article called Comrades in Cheap uh, by Pat Miller. It was, appeared in the Escapist magazine, which is an, uh, unfortunately only an online magazine and not an actual print magazine. Now, what glaring omissions are you referring to? I'm talking about the lack of any plugs for a certain internet radio podcast type show called the CAGcast. Mm. Just wondering how well, that fell through the cracks. <laughs> crack, yeah. In in my defense, the you know, I was interviewed over instant message and I had Mrs. Cheapy like nagging me outside because it was like lunchtime and she wanted to go eat, so it was hard for me to focus really. That's the worst excuse ever. I can't believe you just. I like to blame everything on Mrs. Cheapy because she doesn't. She she doesn't listen to the Catcast anymore. I don't blame my problems like so on my wife. Just the ringing phone. Just the ringing phone. Just the ringing phone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a cool article. I liked. I like this quote here. But if cheap ass gamers deal news page is the bat signal for cheap ass gamers, it is the forums that constitute its metaphorical bat cave. While CheapyD still finds a share of deals, and retailers will occasionally come to CheapAss Gamer to give him the inside scoop, the, the majority of deal news comes from the CheapAss Gamer bulletin boards, where a community of like-minded individuals con- congregate to form a network of CheapAss informants capable of locating video game deals that even CheapyD himself couldn't find. That's, uh, but there's a lot of great stuff in there. It is. It's very well written. I like it a lot. even though It's our I'm, first real article. And yet I'm not mentioned anywhere. You're not. I wonder if I did mention you at all. You did not. I know you didn't. You sold me out just like when we were trying to meet Shigeru Miyamoto and you said, I don't know this guy. (laughs) True story, by the way, listeners. He said that. He he said, said, no, I don't know him and I almost almost didn't get in. No, I I said, I don't like him. I had to sneak in in your backpack. (laughs) Right. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, check out that article. It's on the front page of CAG, the link. Yes. Uh, And... Also, uh, if you noticed, I have not yet picked the nominees for the Cheapy Awards. I am lazy, and I also had the flu this week. Uh, at least you're honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, you know, I'm a gamer, so I get distracted easily by things, shiny like objects, and games. Yes, and nagging yeah. lives. All right, and now for the uh, the video game deal section, some big news. Successful Dropout is now posting the Sunday ad previews again after a brief hiatus. That's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. It is awesome. I, I very much look forward to it every week. Of course. It's great. It is. And here are the highlights. Ooh. Circuit City uh, has Genji for PS2 for 17 bucks this week. That's the uh, Samurai uh, Onimusha type game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they also Circuit City also has Burnout Revenge and From Russia From Russia with Love for PS2 and Xbox for thirty bucks. Not bad. Which is not bad, and uh, those games are both forty bucks uh, retail normally. I want to kind of want to try From Russia with Love because I was a big fan of uh, the last one, Everything or Nothing. I was too, and I like the demo actually too. But I don't know. I still think it'll be cheaper eventually. So. Right, and it's not backwards compatible. It's not, I mean, sure. I, yeah, you can always get it on the PS2, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> you sound so disheartened, I guess. I know. I, I was looking forward to that game, and I don't know. It got sort of mediocre reviews, too, but I can't, it can't be much worse than the last one. You never know. You never know. Anyway, uh, Target also has a, a decent deal this week, thanks to uh, Master Kyo for reporting. Uh, Mario Kart for the DS is 25 bucks, which is about as cheap as you're going to find it. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so, uh, which is, I've had a lot of fun with that game. On the toilet, mostly. Yes, nice. But, yeah. I still don't have it. All right. Uh, you, what? You don't? Nope. Really? And I, you know what? I don't like Mario Kart. Hmm. Nasty email, ahoy. Send them in. Yeah. I don't like, I've You're never, not going to like this then. I've never liked you know Mario what? Kart. It's Mario Kart. I love Mario. It's... You know what I love? Mario Golf. You know yeah. what I don't love? Mario Mario Kart. Kart. To each their own. Word. Yeah. Word. All right. Next up, we have a Xbox 360 review, Dead or Alive 4. I have that. I have that as well. What I bought do you it think? here at an import shop. <laughs> That's for funny. For 8,200 8, yen. Wow. What is that in U.S. dollars? Which is about $71, I think. That's a lot of dollars. All right. Let's talk about the game story mode first. I like uh, the now, story mode. Story mode is sort of a bit of a misnomer because it's not really much of a story. Um, well, but it each makes character... perfect sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, basically, what they do is they have you know little cuts. You, have, you fight against the computer for eight rounds, and there's a couple of cutscenes while you're fighting. And when you beat the last guy uh, on the eighth round, you unlock a really pretty uh, CG video. They're awesome. The yeah, they are the, the best. C, the CG videos are worth are are good payoff. I feel. Yeah. But a story to call it a story is a little far fetched. Maybe. What this guy hates that guy, and they hate this guy, so they have to fight. Right, right, definitely. And some of the you know a lot of some of the story, the CGs at the end. The bear uh, hates are, the guy made out of wood who hates the kangaroo. What else do you need to know? Oh right. wait, that's Tekken. You, right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, some of these the, the videos are, are quite sexy. Would you say that is accurate? Well, I really wouldn't know. I don't look at video games in that way. You but... don't? You may have bought the wrong game then. <laughs> or you're just lying to yourself. No, they do. They look great. They do look great, even for pre-rendered boobs. <laughs> I'll tell you, even Mrs. Cheapy the, can appreciate the uh, the quality of the videos and of the graphics yeah, in no, this game. Yeah, it looks great. The The level design, the fighting arenas, that's like the best thing about the game. Yeah, they're all like multi-level, so you can knock people through windows and they fall down and all for I bridges. Like, I like the uh, the little like Japanese house. That's like the Yes. Thing. Yeah, we were inside. Where you can knock them through the walls and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Graphically, the game is, is very awesome. Um, the music could be probably a little bit better. Yeah, but, you know. I don't know. They chose two Aerosmith songs. They chose, like, the worst two Aerosmith songs possible. Yeah, they're not the worst two. Well, they're not the worst two, but they're they're new ones instead of old ones. I like how a new Aerosmith song to you is a song that's 16 years old. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I haven't bought it. The last Aerosmith album I bought was, like, was, uh, yeah. I don't even know. 
pump. Whatever, what old man. What's next? <laughs> right. So that's that's the, the story mode is very straightforward, and every time you you know you beat this game on a, with a story with a character, you unlock the uh, the next costume. And each each character has like seven costumes. About some have most have like five, and there's a couple with seven, some, and a couple with eight. That's some less than the last game. And some some even just have four. That's less, right? Than right. The, than all than the, the men the... only have four costumes. There's no bathing suit costumes either. Is that am I, I don't, I don't, that right? I don't think there are any bathing suits. Not that I know. What of. happened last year? Last one they had bathing suits. Okay, why are you whining like a child? Because I was really <laughs> upset last night when I when I played with. Uh, Kasumi and I beat all, unlocked all her costumes and there was no bathing suits. How many costumes does she have? Seven. That's that's a lot of time. No, nah, it wasn't that bad actually. No? Okay, what's your it's best? Pretty costume? quick to get through that. Anyway, let's talk about the <laughs> online mode because I think that's the the main draw of this game. Yes, it's unfortunate too. It's <laughs> it's unfortunate that it's laggy. It's quite laggy. Laggy isn't the word. It's not. What is the word? It's awful. 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 Oh. It should well, not. It should not have any lag at all, and it's like playing the game in a jar of Vaseline. I don't think it's that bad. I've had some some lag free matches. I I maybe. have yet to have one. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely crazy. laggy. I'll definitely you know yeah. I don't wouldn't say it's it's not it's not um, Call of Duty awful. No, it's not that bad, but nothing's that bad. <laughs> right. Um, well, the online the online mode is sort of interesting. They they've implemented what may be one of the most useless additions to a video game the ever. The cute lobby which, with the cute avatars that don't do anything. Well, they do things, and it's it's basically yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The lobby system. They they have these really nice and colorful lobbies that you can sort of congregate in. And you have like an on-screen avatar that you can control, and that part is really cool. And I could see it being useful if you could, if it actually had a point. And the point would be like, you know, if you're waiting for your for your turn to fight. But the fact is, you, you can't, can't wait yeah. in the lobby. I I have yet to figure out what they were thinking with that. Right. You can wait in the lobby, but you're not in queue to fight. Yes. And while you're Making in the lobby, it totally pointless. You can't even like punch another dude with your little avatar. No, it's yeah. If you could just be waiting in the lobby somehow and watching the fight, that would be. And then you know get your turn. That would be cool. And but, all the little dudes should be able to fight with each other in the lobby. You know, no one wins yeah. or loses. You just get to keep punching each other for fun and practice. You, you know that that lobby mode probably took a lot of time and energy and effort. That's probably to put why together. it's so laggy. Right, they could have been tightening up the uh, network code and putting in bathing suits, please. <laughs> Did I mention I missed the bathing suits? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Mm. Well, it's cool. I get because I'm in Japan. I get to play a lot of Japanese guys. Excuse me. Play against Japanese guys online. You know, fight. Oh. And what do you think I said? I thought you said you got to play with a lot of Japanese guys. <laughs> right. Anyway, so yeah, the online mode could use a little bit of uh, tuning, I guess. Yeah, and by a little, um, we mean a lot. A lot, yeah. So so would you recommend this game? Um, if you really love the DOA-style fighter game, except the AI. The AI in single player can be very cheap, and the online yeah. mode can be very laggy. If you have a friend yeah. around to play the game with, I say pick it up immediately. If you don't have any friends... It may not be your best bet. 
you can meet some young Japanese boys online. Who might have bathing suits. <laughs> might, might be wearing bathing suits or schoolboy uniforms. Woo! Very nice. Yeah, I uh, I sort of feel the same way. It's it's pretty fun, but like you can beat the game pretty quickly and unlock most of the the good stuff pretty pretty fast. So I don't know how much re- replay value there is if you're just uh, all by your lonesome and uh, and if the online mode doesn't get a little bit uh, tighter. Exactly. All right. We're moving on. Time to move on. What are we moving on to? The CAG bag. Never the bag heard of, of the it. CAG. Never heard of it. Never Who's heard of it? it. Who's in it? Well, this is where we answer your questions. Interesting. Not your questions. I have but tons the questions of questions. From the CAGs. Why didn't yeah, you, why was any. I not mentioned in the article? In... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did mention you, but uh, it was it was so negative that I think the guy took it out because <laughs> it was it was uh, skewing the article. Yes. Yes, your quotes yes. are taken more out of context than Lindsay Lohan in Vanity Fair. <laughs> Why would you say? <laughs> oh, buy a newspaper. I can't. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> I can buy it. I just can't read it. That's funny. Anyway. Yes. Question number one from uh, Old Faithful <laughs> Thornbond Three, <laughs> with three questions, no nice. less. Nice. Nice. I like how we're asking all of them too. I'll I'll yeah. start. What classic it's games? What classic games would you like to see on Xbox Live Arcade with extra features like online co-op? This is an easy one. Okay, what do you got? Double Dragon. That would be sweet. How nice would that be? That would be pretty cool. We know we're getting Street Fighter, right? Yes, Street Fighter will be very cool. Elevator, uh, I was going to say Elevator Action, which is not as cool. But there's no online co-op. There's no co-op in that game. They can make it co-op. They can make it a two-player game. Stick another dude in there in a second elevator. How hard could that be? I do like that game too much. Yeah, it's great. It is great. Yeah, Double Dragon, you know, any of those beat 'em ups, Final Fight, and Golden Axe, Golden Axe, yeah, that'd be cool. Well, we'll be but good. definitely Double Dragon. Yes, that's good. Good, awesome. good, good thinking. All right, are there any genres you're getting tired of? Yes. I know what you're going to say. Okay, what am I going to say? World War Two. No. Game. Oh. I'm not going to say right. World War Two games. I'm not going to say World War II games because I still think there are actually some avenues left that they haven't done. Okay, before. wait. I know what you're going to say. Okay, go for it. Horse racing simulators. No, you can never have too many of those. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll just let you answer, answer now. I'm going to say that I think we've kind of passed the point of games where you are the bad guy and you're fighting a street war. <laughs> I don't need the urban bad guy gang member game anymore. No. Oh. I think we. Well, what are, I think we. Oh, that there out was just like three of those released in like the last month, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have already forgotten all of them. Well, we we uh, kind of talked about one even at the beginning of the show, and I just I think it's you know it's it's not satisfying to me, you know, right. being the bad guy. Like I don't. It's not fun for me. I'd much rather be the even you know like a like the new Need for Speed, where you yeah. can be chased by the cops. But you can't be the cops. Yeah. I, Interesting. It's a, It's like, why have they explored one avenue and not the other yet? And mm. that's what, you know, it's like, I to me, I would much rather be a police officer. All right. There and, you go. And I haven't played that And a game. fireman, right? I, exactly. It could happen. Well, the firemen yeah, don't Well, they really, made a fireman game. They did the make it, yes, they did. It's supposed to be pretty good, too. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with the uh, the World War II answer. 
there has yet to be a really great World War II flight sim. There's one coming out, I think, first. They announced one like a while ago. Yeah, but it's not out. It's not out, though. See? Mm. I'm, I'm, right. I'm showing you up. Okay. Let's go on to, his, to Thorn Mon's last question. <laughs> okay. Here. Which, is, uh, which better... is the better... Oh, you can go. You can uh, ask it. Which is the better franchise, Mario or Zelda? Um, well, Mario is definitely the more uh, prolific franchise. Yes, it is. Because they have him doing everything. Well, Mario's a multifaceted young man. <laughs> he's not so he's, young anymore. He's breaking down the stereotypes of the uh, Italian-American plumber. No, he's not, really. He's, <laughs> in fact, he's sort of uh, adding to the stereotypes because all he says is Mamma Mia. That and now every time I meet an Italian person, I think he knows how to golf, play tennis. And, right. uh, <laughs> and, and, a, and a plumber. And a plumber and play baseball and soccer. Right. And, mm. and, yeah, and I'm disappointed when they don't jump on my head. Yeah, I don't know which is better. They're totally different. Um, you know what? Let's wait and see uh, with the next Zelda game, how the next Zelda game Well, I game don't think does. one is necessarily better than another. I mean, my personal favorite game is Ocarina Time. But mm. I think Mario has had, a, has had better games in his span. You know, Super Mario. How's Wind Waker? I have that. I never, I never, I played it for like an hour. You know, I, I know a lot of people didn't love it, and yet I played through it three times. So, oh, you got way too much free time on it. I do have way too much free time. Then again, you're also talking to a man who named his dog Zelda. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Next question. Yes, from Webscud and get me out of Joliet. What was one gaming instance that caused you to launch a controller at a wall? You know, I never get that upset that I'll actually throw the controller. Um, but I do remember when I was a young lad <laughs> and I was at my friend's house. Listening to and Aerosmith. Listening to, you know, this was even before that, I think, before I liked <laughs> Aerosmith. Um, and I remember playing... Uh, one of the Mario games. What was the Mario ga- Super Mario Brothers uh, three? Where is that the one where you're like he Mario can turn into a raccoon and stuff? Yes, that would be the the classic Mario three. Yes, I remember my friend taking the controller and he got so mad that he threw it and he threw it through the. He had like a really nice projection TV. My friend had a lot of money. Or his family had a lot of money, and it went right through the speaker on the front of the TV. That sucks. Yeah, he didn't actually break the speaker. He just broke the, the it had like a... Um, the foam? The foam, right. The it just foam. went right through the foam. And he was like, the look on his face was like, uh-oh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> what what about you? I'm no. too mellow. I don't I don't get that upset. I mean, I do, I do scream and I do yell, but I don't throw things. I'm more of a screamer. Yeah. Not Once you get older and you uh, – I think you – maybe you mellow out a bit. No. You know your wife is going to kill you if you break yeah. something. Yeah, that's there true. There you go. There you go. Very true. Okay. What's Very next? Nice. Next up is Yuckmouth. Nice. Yuckmouth, that's a the cartoon dog, right? Uh, that has to wear the doghouse on his head? <laughs> yeah, something like that, yes. Isn't that Yuckmouth? Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. That's great. Mighty Man and Yuckmouth. Uh, yes, I think it was something. just Yuck. Mighty it was Man? just Mighty Man and Yuck. No, I don't yes, know. We've got to check okay. that out. Someone's going to look it up and post it, and you're going to okay. look foolish. All right, maybe. Yes. Uh, in the last CADcast, you mentioned how developers claim they raised the price on next-gen games to $60 to cover development costs. Do you believe that? 
when I was seven years old and wanted Legend of Zelda, I had to kick out 50 bucks for it. When I was a teenager and wanted to play Final Fantasy III, I paid 50 for that. On, for that. PlayStation came out and Final Fantasy VII was 50. PS2 games, Xbox games, 50 bucks. So how is it that video games have been the same price for the last 20 years and just now they need to raise the cost? I think development costs for Halo 2 were a bit higher than Deadly Towers. I just don't buy their argument. You make a good point, but you also kind of ruin your point in your point. Am I making any sense? Yes. It's the Explain. Fact, I'm explaining. In the, it's, you're saying that games have been the same price for 20 plus years. Nothing's been the same price for 20 plus years. It's only a matter of time before they go up in price because they have to because that's inflation. No market can, can sustain itself when its product remains at the same price forever. Even stamps go up in price. They True. just did last week. True. And plus, you know, look look at it this way. You know, 50 bucks then is not the same as 50 bucks now. Um, but also, you know, they have, I think, you know, now, how many people did it take to make make those old games back then? You know, now, like, the development teams are, are getting so big and they're, they have to buy all this, you know, expensive equipment and stuff and... You know, I, I believe the argument, I guess. You know, but when it comes down to it, the real the real answer is because they can. You know, it's been, like you say, it's been a long time since the last price increase. People are now willing to lay out 400 bucks for a console. So, the, you know, the market can sustain $60 prices. So that's what they're charging. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yes. All right, next up we have uh, Galen, and he asks, any news or ideas on Xbox 360 Marketplace points being used for gambling in the new Xbox Live Arcade poker game coming out? I'm pretty sure that would be illegal. Uh, it might be illegal, and I mean, it sounds like a good idea, but I'm not that much of a gambler, and I'd probably be afraid to do it. <laughs> right, well, when I say it I might be worse. illegal, let me rephrase that. It's definitely illegal. <laughs> Because all you're doing is you're just buying, it's like buying uh, chips, you know, at a casino. There's no difference. Uh, you're buying Xbox Live Marketplace points with cash. Yes. You know, and then you're trading them. It's like pachinko here. Yeah. Sort of. Not really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's no chance of that ever happening. I can. I will go on record now uh, guaranteeing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll bet you a thousand Xbox Live Marketplace points that they will. <laughs> you know, I can't yeah. afford that. Right. Okay. Next, we have a question from Daroga. Who asks? Once you read, once you read that. How can game be? How can game ratings be best enforced? Should there be a pamphlet handed out to parents when they buy a game? Make it illegal to sell games outside their age bracket, a la alcohol or tobacco. Out and out censorship. Well, definitely censorship is not the answer. No, it never never is. That will not be the answer. Um, pamphlet handed out to parents. You know, parents aren't buying the games most of the time, which is which is sort of part, you know, then there wouldn't really be a problem, I guess. I think most of the politicians are upset because stores are selling mature rated games to to kids who and not asking for any ID or anything like that. So I'm going to say uh the best way to enforce it would be, yes, to make it illegal to sell the games uh, outside of their uh, the age bracket that they uh, assign to them. 
It's and I I don't know I I think a lot of parents buy games not knowing what's in them. I went and this is a true story. Over the holiday season, I went to go visit my uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and my nephews, and my 11-year-old nephew got Blitz the League. Yeah. For the holidays. Oh. That has like a lot of sex and drug use <laughs> and, and stuff prostitutes. There, right? And my, my sister-in-law told me the story of when she went to go buy the game, and she got the third degree from the guy behind the counter. Really? Yep. Where do they live? They live in uh, Westchester. Hmm. The uh, what store? What kind of store was it? Do you know, they an electronics boutique. Huh. Yep. So that well, the guy was sort of doing his job. Yeah. So I. Think and she still bought it. She still bought it. Really. She says what he can a ha- shitty parent. She says she says he can <laughs> handle it. I I shrugged. I just shrugged it off because I really didn't know what to say. I'm like, if you say so. But, my, uh, my 11-year-old has plenty of experience with prostitution and steroids. Then, then again, you know, on the other side of that, my he also gets a uh, you know WWE magazine. Yeah. Which is, if you ever see a copy of it, there are pictures in it rivaling Playboy. Yeah. Now it's basically just softcore porn. Right? It is, and and. Uh, much like Fox, uh, the WWE has now, when nobody was looking, they're basically just <laughs> self-corporate. Exactly, and he doesn't even, point. see, the thing is he doesn't care about the pictures. I'm like, don't you notice these pictures? I asked him. He's like, no. So, there you go. Not yet. So, I guess soon we, gonna be getting, we half-assed that Soon we'll be getting question. hair in funny places. Exactly. Though. We just half-assed that question. So, I think that's it. All right. <laughs> Thanks for Is that listening. the end of our lovely show? That is the end of our show. And don't forget to enter the Outpost Coloki Ninja Bee contest. Oh, yeah. You can yes. find the link on the front page. Yes. Uh, coming up, next CADcast, more fun. I was almost <laughs> going to tell you what it was, but then I decided I want to ruin the surprise. Ooh, surprises. I don't even know what it is. Good Me night, neither. everyone. That was the other reason why I didn't tell you. That's it. I'm hanging up on you. Okay. Bye. Catch you next time, guys. <laughs>